After nearly three decades covering the Buffalo Bills, this guy knows what he's talking about. Welcome to Sal Speak, the place to be for hard-hitting analysis from Sal Majorana of the Democrat and Chronicle. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sal Speak podcast. I am Sal Majorana, and what I thought I'd do today is uh, Josh Allen spoke uh, to the reporters, to us, on a Monday afternoon, and I've got everything recorded, and rather than me cut it all up, and uh, decide for you what I think is important. I thought today what I would do is just take the entire audio clip um, with the questions asked, uh, not edit it out, and just play the whole thing for you so you can get a get a feel for what Josh is thinking as the Bills uh, have reported to training camp over at One Bills Drive. Um, he's pretty excited. I think the, the one takeaway that I had from his 16-minute his conversation with us was, and it's what I wrote about in my lead uh, at the Democrat and Chronicle today, was that you know they're, they're in this walkthrough mode and he really doesn't want any part of that. He wants to get going, get on the field, uh, have guys start hitting each other and play football because they haven't played football since January. Since losing to the Texans in that playoff game, none of these Bills have played any form of, of realistic football. Uh, you know, they've done things on their own. They've worked out. They've lifted weights. Uh, they've gathered in Florida, the offensive guys. The defensive guys gathered in Virginia for a couple days to kind of do some walkthroughs and, you know, that type of stuff. But they haven't played football. And now they get back to the facility, and they still can't play football. They're in this acclimation period where all they can do is strength and conditioning and walkthrough work. So it was just funny that Josh Allen made mention of that. Like, you know, why can't we just play? We haven't played all off offseason. Uh, let's get to it. So anyways, here's what uh, Josh Allen had to say on Monday afternoon. And uh, I hope you enjoy his uh, the conversation he had with us. Hey, Josh. How's it going? Matt Fairburn from The Athletic here. Yeah, doing good, Matt. How are you doing? Good, good. Um, yeah, I guess to, to start things off, uh, um, you know, there's obviously – this is going to be a training camp unlike any you've had and probably a season unlike any, hopefully a season unlike any you'll ever have again. Um, what's been your approach to, you know, your personal, you know, improvement and how you're going to approach this camp, but also, you know, how you're approaching it as a leader and making sure your team and, and your teammates get enough out of this next month to be ready for the season. Yeah, one, it's it's control what you can control. Um, you know, I can control my reps. I can control what I do after practice, uh, where I go, um, you know, being smart about not putting myself in harm's way that's going to put the team in harm's way. So making sure I'm doing things right off the field. Um, when it comes to practice time, you know, every rep that I get, taking it as, as seriously as I can. And when I, you know, um, have a rep offered to, I'm still being engaged and talking with my guys and going through it in my mind and getting those mental reps because, you know, every rep is going to be super valuable going into this and got a couple of new pieces we've added to the offense. Um, so I'm just trying to, trying to build that camaraderie with them. Um, trying to still develop stuff that uh, the camaraderie that we have with our guys returning um, a lot, Cole Beasley and John Brown and, and motor. So uh, really just being as communicative as possible, talking with everybody. Um, but I mean, I just want to give a shout out to, you know, Terry and Kim for allowing us to to do what we do right now and um, everything's been first class and they've made as many adjustments to the, the building and the facilities as they've could, as they've, as they have. Um, everything's been smooth so far. You know, we just got to still continue to wear our masks and uh, we got these little 
beepers that, you know, make sure that we're staying uh, six feet apart. And, um, you know, in order to, to perform on the field, we're going to have to do everything right off the field too. Is it tricky to be a, the type of leader you like to be when you got to be six feet apart from guys? How do you kind of... Uh, typically, you know, I like uh, interacting with my guys and our high fives and handshakes and stuff that, that we do here. Um, but again, it's a small price to pay for uh, the possibility of, you know, uh, playing a season and uh, going out there and trying to win as many games as we can. Thanks, John. Yeah, thank you. Muted, Vic. There we go. Hey, uh, so, you know, a bunch of players, including two of your teammates that we know of so far, have opted out of the season. Why are you choosing to opt in? And what also are your thoughts on those who have chosen not to play, not to play this year? Um, I mean, my thoughts on them are, uh, you know, Star and I think EJ was one um, other one to opt out. You know, there's no hard feelings on our part and as a team. And we, we've going to, We'll continue to say that we're going to support those guys no matter what. Um, we understand that this isn't anything to mess around with, and you know, and uh, it's it's a time like nobody's ever seen before. So, um, you know, that's their decision. You know, we still love them, we still support them, um, and they're going to give us that support back too. So it's not like they're just axed off off the list, and we're going to continue to, like I said, support and love those guys. Um, my reason I, you know, I'm I'm opting in to play is one, I love this game. Two, I think it's a great opportunity to. Uh, give this nation hope and allow them to see us go out there and do what we do because we know that Sunday is a very special day in the lives of a lot of people around the world, a lot of fans around the world. So, um, you know, one, it's our jobs. Two, it's it's my passion to play this game. And um, there is obviously some things that we're sacrificing and, and um, risking our health and whatnot to do this. But at the same time, uh, you know, we, we, we want to play football. We're, we're built. Um, and wired as football players, and we want to play. So we're going to do everything necessary that we can off the field to ensure that we do have a season. And, um, you know, we're going to continue to find ways to adjust. And we know that the season's not going to be perfect by any means. And I think all 32 teams are thinking the same thing, that in an instance it could change. But, uh, you know, we got to have that mentality of next guy up and control what you can control and, um, you know, put the team first. And it's really the embodiment of putting the team first this season. And a quick follow to that is – in light of the complexity of playing your position so much that you have to know and learn and, and develop, um, it, given all the other elements that you have to deal with in that facility, like you said, distancing and, and all those other concerns that have been piled on, are you able, do you feel, is it, a, are you able, do you feel you're able to sufficiently go through the, the complex preparation of a quarterback for a season, um, under these circumstances? Uh, yeah, I definitely think so. I think the only thing that uh, really hurts is, you know, you're going to get a limited amount of reps, um, live reps that you would typically get in a preseason um, and a full training camp and uh, the OTAs and all that stuff. So, but uh, you know, I've set up something in my house and I've got my complete film room there and I got everything I need to, to watch as much film as I can. So I'm going to spend a lot of time in that room, um, be able to make sure that I'm getting you know, all the mental reps that I can. Thank you. Thank you, Vic. Hey, Josh, Sal Capaccio here, WGR. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Sal. Um, uh, Brandon and Sean both spoke with us over the weekend, and 
they talked about peer leadership, you know, making sure everybody else is doing the right thing at all times off the field. You just spoke about making sure you're doing things right off the field. So, you know, that you can make sure you practice every day. Can you kind of give us that messaging though? What's it like to kind of hold each other accountable, especially considering you got guys from all, they're all different ages, different family situations, some with kids, some with older, you know, it's all different backgrounds and things like that. There's one thing to be a leader on the field in a locker room, but how about that peer leadership about doing the things right off the field and how that sounds when you talk about it? Yeah, well, luckily, you know, um, Brandon and, and Coach McDermott brought, have brought in the right guys and the guys that have the right mindset, like I said, that embodies the team first uh, mentality. So uh, we, we know our guys are going to do the right things off the field and, um, you know, if I can count on a bunch of dudes in this locker room to make sure that they're holding each other accountable. So that's, that's not really the issue with us. And, um, you know, like I said, from ownership down, um, they've done a great job in this facility. Um, the people that are setting up, you know, our tables and making sure that they're all distanced correctly. And we have sanitization uh, stations around, um, you know, the facilities. And every time we work out, as soon as we're done using that equipment, it's getting wiped down and, and uh, cleaned off. So, um, it's been obviously it's been thoroughly thought out, you know, throughout everybody in the in in the building, and they've set up a, a nice lounge for us where we can again social distance and still be around each other and be able to talk and um, build that camaraderie that we might have um, missed out on in training camp. So again, we're just gonna continue to adjust and find ways that we can get better and um, try to do things the right way. Thanks. Thank you. Hey, Josh, Matt Perino, Syracuse.com. Uh, thanks for taking some time today. Um, you obviously, uh, in most seasons, would have had a ton of reps already with uh, your, your offense, your new look offense, Stefan Diggs, who's been brought in. But, you know, today, really, the last couple of days, the first time you're really able to be around each other for the first time. What's that, that process been like now, finally getting in the same building? I know you guys were together in Florida. But with your coaches, all the new players, all the new additions, I mean, what's what's the last few days been like? I mean, it's been really good. It's been super productive. Um, our guys did a great job in the offseason. One, making sure that their bodies are right. Two, mentally um, engaging in the playbook and understanding everything that's going on there. Uh, so when they've stepped in, into our room, into our, our meetings, and especially on the field today, um, they knew what they were doing. Uh, there wasn't any time where we were wasting trying to figure out what went wrong during a play. We just kind of went out there and played. And like like you said, throwing with Steph and having that off season where um, we really didn't see each other that much, but still got in some good reps in Florida. And we talked to each other, um, you know, over the phone. We played video games with each other. So I feel like I've known him for an extremely um, long time now. So that's, that's a plus. And uh, he's a guy that's going to step in and, and you know, um, be a huge addition to our offense. Um, but again, we – We've got our, our guys that are going to be able to make some plays this year um, with John and Smoke or John and Cole. And then you got Dawson and, uh, and Motor. And then you throw in a guy like Zach Moss and TJ that can do some stuff. And um, again, there's still some other guys that are, you know, finding their way into this offense and, and going to be able to make some plays for us. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. Hey, Josh, Matt Bovey here. Hope you're doing well. You know, you, we saw you take the step from year one to year two. Obviously, this year is very different. But in year three, what does Josh Allen need to be better at than he was in year two that would ultimately lead to, you know, more wins and also better individual numbers? Yeah, um, I mean, as far as the numbers, I, I don't really like getting into that. Um, 
personally, I, I want to be better at taking care of the football, um, making better decisions, especially on the early downs and not putting ourselves in situations where it's third and long. And I know that we had a lot of success in third and long last year, but it's not a not a great way to make a living. So um, early down success, finding the open receiver down low, um, you know, finding my back more when I need it and, and stop trying to force some balls downfield. So, um, you know, I, I've been trying to improve this offseason. I've been working hard and um, had a good group down in Southern California that I was working with. So um, to get here and to, to go through our plays and um, even go back and look some of the film last year. And I said this probably at this time last year, um, but the previous season, like you just always have those little mistakes. You're like, why, why were my eyes in this spot? Why, why didn't I, I knew it was cover two. Why didn't I work the, the cover two side? So um, there's a lot of things that obviously I want to clean up and I need to clean up. And um, with the help of uh, the coaching staff here that we are going to clean up and, um, you know, I'm excited to get back on the field and, you know, start getting hit again and uh, feeling like, you know, football's back. Thanks, Jeff. Hey, Josh, John Scott, thanks for doing this. Good to see you. Um, see the NFLPA and some of these guidelines are meant to slowly rev you guys up to prevent injuries and things like that. But where is the challenge of knowing this is the first time you guys have been together as a group this entire time and wanting to dive right into – really getting acclimated and involved while also adhering to what is being mandated right now. Yeah. I mean, well, one, when we're on the field, it's, it's all walk through tempo, but you get out there, you see a man across from you, you get those competitive juices flowing and um, you know, coaches constantly telling players to slow down, but you know, I will say I'd rather have him telling us to slow down to speed than to speed up. So, you know, our guys are hungry to start playing football again. Um, it's, you know, it was a great thing to, to see all the familiar faces and all my buddies that I've been missing. And, um, you know, it's just great to be back in that atmosphere where you got just a bunch of dudes um, who love football in the same spot again and be able to, you know, go out there and talk some, some friendly trash. And, and But at the same time, get some valuable reps and learn some more. And, you know, when you bring guys in like, um, like a Josh Shorman who's been around the league for a while and he's been, you know, um, playing high level for a long time, you get to start asking him questions and understand what makes him tick. And, uh, you know, when you get to go against a defense like ours every day, that's only going to make us better. So um, that's what I'm super excited and looking forward to. Thanks. Hey, Josh, it's Marcel. Can you hear me? Yep, I got you. Hey, man, thanks for taking the time to speak with us today. Yep, thank you. Uh, we heard a little bit from from Brandon and maybe Sean yesterday about how they how you can kind of simulate competition uh, during these practices. But what ways have you noticed? What ways are you going to try to, I guess, add some pressure and, and add some stakes to the reps that you're taking in training camp? Well, you know, every every rep you have to think of it as a game rep that you're in, and um, you know, it's it's extremely frustrating when you know we're going walk through, and I want I want our guys to go full speed and get that timing down. I understand why we're doing it. Um, but it's just it's hard to to tell our guys to slow down because they they want to go out there where they want to run and I want to throw. So, um, but at the same time we're we're doing it for safety precautions and we know that. But we're you know like I said I'm taking every rep as game like as possible, making sure that I'm going through my reads correctly. Um, you know, in in the OTAs if if you know I make a mistake and I throw something here or there and it's not that big of a deal. But here like I'm, I'm treating it um, like it means a lot to me because it does and. Um, I got to continue to, to, to keep doing that. And I, I'm very hard on myself. I'm a, I'm a very harsh critic on myself. And, um, you know, I think that's going to help me during this time span where 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to feel like I'm getting better because I'm, you know, doing things the right way, making the right decisions, trusting my guys to make some plays. Um, so, but again, we won't know until we start actually playing other teams and, and start hitting each other. So uh, I'm excited. And then just a, a quick follow-up to that, because there are so many of those reps that were missed in, in OTAs and minicamp, is there any added pressure? Is there any added importance to getting it right as quickly as possible now than there is maybe in other training camps? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say more. It's, it's, I guess it'd be emphasized more maybe. Um, but again, we our guys did a great job in the off season, um, learning, learning our playbook, um, understanding what's going on, why coach Dable's calling this play, our depths are right. Um, you know, so kudos off to our guys, you know, our line came back in great shape and I went out there and we, we, mentally we're flying around today. So it was, it was good to see and good, good, good to get out there. And again, uh, we, we got some more time before our first game here and a lot to grow, um, lot to learn, but you know, this is a group that's looking forward to it. Awesome. I appreciate it once again. Yep. Thank you. Hey Josh, Heather Prusak here. Thanks for doing this. Really good to see you. Uh, you know, it could be easy for, you know, if something goes wrong in the season for teams to say, oh, you know, we had a lot to deal with. It was the COVID year, things like that. But talking to Brandon and Sean and um, even Jordan Poyer earlier, he said that, you know, this is such an important year for you guys and you guys aren't lowering expectations. Um, you know, how do you, I guess, kind of keep that from creeping in your mind of like, oh, you know, we could easily make excuses. Like it is the COVID year and we're dealing with so many things. Um, how do you still keep that? high standards um, with everything you're dealing with? Well, I think that comes from um, our, our ownership and our leadership in our front office and our head coach, you know, making sure that, you know, Co Coach McDermott, he's always talking about the right things in our team meetings and trying to set the path for this team. Um, and, you know, he's always talking about playoff caliber. And when we get to the playoffs, it's championship caliber. So nothing's changed there. Um, you know, we got guys coming in ready to work. We understand that there's going to be a lot of different um, – obstacles this year that, that teams have likely never faced. But, um, you know, I feel confident with the guys that we got in the locker room and our, our coaching staff that we're going to be led in the right direction. Um, we're going to do things the right way on and off the field. And uh, we're going to be able to adapt and overcome to anything that's kind of put in our way. So it's taking it one day at a time and, and relying on each other. And um, again, having that next man up attitude where I think that's going to be the most important thing this season. Thanks, Josh. Okay, and there you have it, uh, Josh Allen, Monday afternoon in his uh, first Zoom call since they've been back at the facility at One Bills Drive. Hope you enjoyed that, and I'll be back uh, tomorrow or the next day with another edition of the Sal Speak podcast. So until then, have a great day, and keep reading in the Democrat and Chronicle, and please give my podcast a rating at iTunes, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen uh, to the podcast. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon.